This is Doug Chiding of Rogue Cookers, Texas Embedded Correspondent. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet for wiener. So listen, Lebertius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about barbecue and grilling related items here on this show of only the highest importance if you missed the first hour don't worry about it we're recording for podcast posterity and ease of consumption you can find the first hour hitting your podcast feed at some point early tomorrow morning second hour will be hitting early on thursday and i'll tell you about friday here in just one second as you know by now, the Barbecue Central Show originating from Palm City, USA, Cleveland. Still to come on the show this evening, Sam the Cooking Guy for his first visit here in 2023. We say good evening to those of you watching this show tonight through one of our streaming platforms of video-wise, Facebook or Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. You can also watch over on YouTube slash rd rempy we also say good evening to the folks using our audio streaming platform this evening called the clubhouse so if you would rather hear us and not watch us clubhouse is the way to do that and let's go ahead and review the youtube poll currently 86 86 percent of you are saying hell to the nana you are not andrew you are not, not going to do the butter candle trend on social media. Really? You really not? You've seen the incredible amount of views, the traction that it gains when your friend or your neighbor decides they're going to pull out their phone and record a video of them making the butter candle. But 86% of you right now are holding firm that you are not going to do the butter candle trend that is sitting on a bunch of the social medias right now, the ticker talks and the Instagrams, all that fun stuff. By the way, you can follow me on all of those social medias at BBQ Central Show. Guy the Cooking Sam weighing in. I like how Greg is from Northwest Virginia and pretends not to know who Morgan Wallen is. Is Northwest Virginia an Ohio comment? Is that a backhanded blast? Because we all know that West Virginia is no place for me. No offense. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, if you can believe it. Episode 263. 
Wowie. Taking you back to January 7th, 2014, and once again making an appearance, me, all me. That's right. It's me. This time, I was doing a show from the basement of what was then my freshly built slash finished home in the majestic, dare I say, booming metropolis of Wycliffe, Ohio. You might recall, as I had mentioned in subsequent weeks, there was a seven to eight week run in between homes, the Euclid home and the Wickless home finishing where I did the show from somebody else's basement. You would know them as the Levons of the Wycliffe Levons, Ed and Amy. You heard that a few weeks ago in a previous best moments as well. But this one was from the new home in the new basement. And somehow I was able to do a show where I shoehorn my joy of being back in the friendly confines of my new home into murdering of a man down in Jacksonville, Florida. That's right. Somehow I'm able to tell you what a great time I'm having in my new basement. Oh, by the way, somebody in Jacksonville, Florida around that time in 2014 was murdered. Can I get a hell yeah? Give me a hell yeah! I did it. I will tell you, however, the reason for his ultimate demise, and I'm not going to blow it for you, but the reason for his ultimate demise is something that is, let's say, not uncommon in barbecue and grilling circles. In fact, I would say some people on social media look for this kind of thing to go in on whenever they have a chance. So be sure you are subbed up to the podcast feed so you don't miss out on this one because you don't want to miss out on it. And don't forget, if you ever want to hear a guest or segment that you feel has been lost in the archives, which are now far-reaching and deep in the annals of the archives, email John, let him know what you'd like to hear, J-O-N at thebbqcentralshow.com, and he'll do his best to meet your expectation. Here's a YouTube comment about the Noah Glanville segment, or as I Mentioned it in the show open, a competing thought or a competing comment from the praise of Noah's origin story from last week. This one coming in from Mike W9458 because I continually love YouTube and that's sarcastic. I really enjoy the show. I listen all the time and I'll continue to listen. I think you were out of line by putting Noah on the spot, asking about his worst experiences in the military. I don't think it's right, right to ask veterans and first responders to share those memories unless you agree beforehand. If you're friends, ask away from the mic. I appreciate Noah sharing, but this was not the place for it. Again, still a fan, but wanted to pass that advice on. Please consider it. Thank you. Mike, thank you for the comment. And I do want to point this out. If you are in a like mind of Mike W., but you just didn't have the testicular fortitude to write in and take me to task on that, you should know this. Uh, I do have a very deep relationship with Noah Glanville. Did I outline everything that we were going to talk about? No. I think there's a big distinction to make here on a number of fronts, but two really big fronts. Number one is 
I didn't ask Noah, how many people did you kill in war? I didn't ask that. That's an easy jump to make while what we were talking about had to do with war, had to do with his mindset while he was in it and what he's had to deal with since he's been back from it. But never once did I say, how many people did you kill? I'm not asking anybody that. Much like I would never ask anybody, how much money is in your bank account? I'm not going to ask a veteran, how many people did you kill? Like, that's a no line, right? Secondly, Noah has told me on any number of occasions that he is an open book. Ask him any question. And this goes for any guest that comes on my show. If I ask you a question that you think is out of line, that you don't want to answer, that you quite frankly think is horseshit, you have every right to deny an answer or tell me I'm out of line or take me to task or say that's unfair. I welcome it. Sometimes the line not to cross isn't definitive enough. However, in this instance, I know Noah is an open book. He claims all the time, just ask me whatever you want. He'll make a decision on if he wants to answer it. And I know for a fact from having this discussion with Noah many times off the air, he hopes that more people like me, not in the military, uh, not having war experience, or if you were in the military but didn't have war experience, to go talk to the veterans that saw war, that were in that time, and ask them, what was your experience like? What are you dealing with? Having people talk about it. He would much rather have somebody ask him about his experience and then have that person who's being asked to decide not to answer it for whatever reason, and their reason is right, by the way, if they don't want to. But he would much rather be given the opportunity to talk about it and talk about whatever emotional struggles he has or PTSD, then consider what is the extreme alternative to not doing any of that, which is what? Committing suicide. And how many veterans are out there every day at least teetering on the edge of saying enough is enough. I've suffered enough. I can't get over this. There's no way out. If they're not talking about it with somebody, if somebody's not asking them about it, then that might be the only viable alternative that they're thinking of. And Noah doesn't want that. I certainly don't want that. And that's why I ask him about it. Because if he can share what he was thinking, maybe that encourages somebody in a similar situation who's not that open to go, this guy has done it. He's lived it. He's been in theater as I have. This is going to inspire me to figure out a different way than the way I was thinking I was going anyway. If I can do that for even one person, if Noah can do that for even one person, then that origin story and that the context of that origin story was a complete success. But know this, I'm not going to ask the stupid question. I'm going to ask the well-reasoned, well-thought-out and considerate question, and then if we answer it from there, fine. If I'm denied, fine, we'll move on. Thank you. And I appreciate you listening and continuing to listen, Mike W. Sam, the cooking guy is ready to rock. I am here to talk to you about week 26 of the Do Wellness David Leans program, davidleans.com slash BBQ to sign up. 
Forget it. The new year is here, folks. There's nothing else that matters except getting into your best shape. Whatever that means to you. Stop being fat. Fat. Look, I'm not fat shaming you. I'm just saying that if you have continued month after month to say, hey, there's something I got to do. I don't know what to do, but I know I got to do something. Just saying to myself, I hope I do something different or I want to do something different, but you don't know where to go from here. I hear you. I mean, I wasn't a big fat ass, but I knew I wasn't where I wanted to be. So I took the bull by the horns. I got in touch with our pal, David McDowell from David Lean, the Do Wellness Program. And he put a whole thing together for me. Met me where I was at. Told them what I had at home. Told them what I was looking to do initially, where I wanted to get weeks from now. And we're continually in conversation. At a minimum, two or three times a week. So he is around as he says. Now, some coaches are charging you up to 500 bucks a month for a canned diet plan, one to two check-ins per month. Forget it. Partnering with David allows you access to a resource who's available effectively 24-7. 200 bucks a month. Come on. What are we talking about here? Be held accountable. Maybe that's all you need. A little bit of a rah-rah, a little bit of accountability, and away you go. The website, davidleans.com slash bbq. That's davidleans.com slash bbq. And let them know the Barbecue Central Show sent you. You're ready to rock. We're back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back to this portion of the show. Aptly brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes, a host of accessories to complete that Pit Barrel cooking experience. Whether you're a beginner or professional, this is definitely a cooker. You want to add to the arsenal, visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Sean Reed from YouTube weighing in. Can never get this message out enough for any PTSD sufferer. Sean, thank you for listening as always and watching because you're watching, of course. My next guest is a YouTube cooking sensation with over 3.44 million YouTube subscribers, not to mention the bevy of Emmys, a Barbecue Central Show guest, Hall of Famer, and one of my best pals in life, both for food and for friendship, but not yours, and that's why you are jealous of me. It's Sam, the cooking guy. Hey, Sam. Happy New Year. What's up, buddy? How are you, man? I am absolutely jazzed to have you back on the show as we lead off 2023. Probably nobody more interesting for me to have as we turn oh, a page on. from one year to the next. By turn the way, a page. Come well, on. Come on. By the way, here's a Go instant ahead. chat coming in from uh, Smoke and Joe's Pit Barbecue. Sam's mic works 99% of the time. Meathead's <laughs> mic doesn't work 99% of the time. Look. Wait, I was I was listening last week, and there were problems all over the board, man. Yeah, I, don't, I do not know what was going on, but 
Well, what everybody was going down in flames. What but needs to be Doug, understood is Doug. this. Here's what needs to be understood. Go ahead. Uh, I have the embedded correspondence on. By the way, for anybody listening, this is totally not on the agenda, but this is how the segments run in case you're just tuning in for the show and you think we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of food stuff. That may or may not happen over the next uh, segment and a half, two segments, but we're already off the rails, which is kind of common or or, uh, commonplace for these kind of segments. Anyway, uh, we have the embedded correspondence segment going on. For how long has this never been an issue? And then all of a sudden... At the end of the year, 2022, rapidly coming to a close, and not one, but two have mic issues, and to compound the issue, they can hear themselves through their mics, both Rusty and Doug. The problem is this. When the audio is coming back to me, which is the only audio that counts, I'm getting the computer mic, which is horrible. Can, can I make it? Can I... Can I suggest a, a change in name for them? Yes. Not to embedded. Not to embedded correspondence. How about dumbbedded? <laughs> the dumbbedded correspondence. The dumbbedded because those two were mental cases last week. Yes. I mean, I could hear uh, as I listened back what, what was going on. And they're like, no, no, my mic's on. I can do this. I can hear. It doesn't matter what they think. It only matters what the master thinks. Right. If the audio isn't coming to me pristine, then there is obviously a glitch somewhere. Now, look, you can go back through the course of the show as I have been talking about the origin story of Noah Glanville from last week. If you recall, abruptly cut off, like right at the tail end. I don't have any (laughs) idea why that happened. That was bizarre. We talked later. But I blame it on I blame it on Doug and Rusty. It was obviously Doug and Rusty. We're in agreement of once again. In 2023, Wait, way, we're harmonious. You, know you should have come into this segment with me uh, after you talked about uh, uh, Pit Barrel, showing the picture that I sent you of the duck that I was working on for my next book that I had just made on a Pit Barrel cooker. Hmm. You love that Pit Barrel cooker. If you could pull it up, I do. I do love it. It no. works. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how there's a lot of heat at the bottom. You can hang something in it, and the 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 protein at the bottom doesn't burn the f up before the shit at the top cooks. But it doesn't. It's amazing. Show? Can you show that picture of the duck? No, you can't. Now you know I can. I, just okay. give me one Go second. I got to find the right. Uh... So I'm working on book number six. Uh, it's wow. a grilling book that will come out uh, in 2024, and I sent my boy Greg, who, as he said, as we, he led into this, that we have a legitimate uh, relationship with each other, and you don't. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> and I sent him this. I sent him this because I had just listened to his interview with um, with Noah, and then I said, "Oh, fitting." I was just listening to this, and then I just cooked this duck on this on his pit barrel. She can't find the picture. You throw my shit out, man. Well, how no. can you not? How dare there you? you go. It just takes me. Look a how beautiful that is. It's incredible. Look how beautiful that is. Look at the golden color here. So I'm not a, I mean, no surprise to anybody that listens. I'm not a duck connoisseur by any stretch of the imagination. However, uh, I had like, unlike a lot of other things that I show my ass on, I have had duck before, but it was a, mm. a, um, oh crap. 
I want to say uh, I'm going to say Maillard duck, but it's it's not it's a Canadian yeah eating duck. Mallard. No, mallard. no, 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 no. It's not mallard. I'm not going to forget. Somebody, Maillard is what happens when yes, you cook. Yes, that's the browning of meat. Uh, somebody's yeah, going to yeah, know yeah. Uh, uh, what the duck, duck char. Maple I think was the name of it. But uh, somebody in the instant chat, tell me what kind of duck I'm thinking about. But I've had you that. Look, uh, yes. Let me just interrupt and say before you say. I'm not. I'm not a duck. What did you say? I'm not a duck expert. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're an expert. It, it just matters that you try things. Hmm. I say it all the time. Boulard. Boulard uh, uh, duck. Channel. That's what it is. Boulard. I said. Okay. Enough with you. I said all the time on my YouTube channel. Don't eat the same thing all the time. Try new things. You don't want to be your last day on this planet and eat something that you've never had before and then be like. Holy shit, I've missed that my whole life. That's what I think needs to happen. Hmm. I think you need to try things. Get out of your comfort zone. It's the only way that we grow as people. So, all right, just do it. So how did you like the duck out of the pit barrel? Did it render it's properly, amazing. do you think? I'm still working on it. I mean, you know, you work on stuff for a book and you make it once. And if it's amazing and you love it, and it, I... I'm not one of these people that tries it on a whole bunch of other people. If I take a bite and I'm like, oh, holy F, this is fantastic. I love this. It's gone. It's good. There's a couple things about that version of it uh, that went a little bit beyond that picture that you just showed that I was not too happy with. So I'm now like reworking it. Now I feel like I'm getting into some freaking effing vortex and mm. I don't know that I'll get out of this duck vortex. But the chapter that that is in is called Chicken and one duck because i'm not going to do like 20 duck recipes in a book because because most people are like you i've had duck i don't know if i'm in love with duck so one good duck recipe i want to in, encourage people to try something different but so is, is duck can i just um, jump the gun through? is duck readily available oh if you've never have you been to a costco yeah. business center oh uh, no no business Sorry. center you probably have them in Cleveland. So there's regular Costco that's for you know civilians. If you have a Costco card, you can also go to the Costco Business Center. And it would be a place that you would go if you were, uh, if you had like a corner store and mm. you bought a whole bunch of candy to have boxes out and, and then people would get. Uh, um, there, if you wanted paper for your printers in a certain quantity, that kind of thing. It's sort of quantity things that are generally larger than Costco, but but certain things. Anyway, they have they don't have reg duck at a regular Costco, but they have these gorgeous. They're frozen, but halal ducks, and they're really good. They're plump. They're juicy. They're fantastic. Put them on the Noah's uh, pit barrel uh, for about three and a half hours till they got 180 degrees and. Uh, insanely delicious look if you like chicken just imagine chicken but a little bit more um romantic a little bit more exciting a little bit a little different try different things i, I cannot stress that enough this shouldn't be shocking coming in from the instant chat from somebody called chicken fried barbecue you should chicken fry a duck ever thought about that is that going to be in a video upcoming potentially you know what i i don't know if it won't be um, but I sh sent you a picture 
Uh, we dry aged a chicken for two weeks. That, that uh, episode hasn't aired yet. Uh, we dry aged a chicken for two weeks and then we deep fried it. And I'm telling you, to a man, me, Max, Chance, all said, it was easily the most delicious chicken we've ever had. Hmm. I didn't even brine it. I was so excited to get these chickens into a, into the dry ager. I totally forgot to even brine them, which I would have dry brined them. And I forgot. They were unfucking believe. Oh, can I say fucking on your show? We're on the internet. There's porno on the internet. Okay, just making sure. They were unfucking believable. Well, I know. I say that only because I, uh, I just, but. Do you remember you the first time out, you were on the show, Sam? You cut out. No. You don't, don't remember, remember the first, first time, time and then I sent you that highlight of all the F-bombs you dropped on the first mm, time you were on mm. the show? I'm sorry. Yes. Now right. that brings it back. But wait I a sec. So why do, you, why do you cut out? What's his face saying? Uh, we'll do it live. We'll fucking do it live. Whatever that is. Why do you cut the F out, uh, the F out if you can? Well, I, the, I mean, for the you talking about uh, this uh, thing? Uh, 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 we'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Yes. He says, fuck it. Yeah, we'll do it live. Know, Why'd you cut that just, out? Uh, I just needed it quicker. It just adds a little bit. But like, that's oh, you just is that what it is? good enough. Is that's that a good pace, that's but it's reason. just taking it. Yeah, of course. You don't think the fuck it adds to it? Uh, I, no, oh, I, not, not enough Ladies to and gentlemen, keep in. Wait, wait, stop. stop. Ladies and gentlemen, did you notice that silence? I was that evaluating. Was I'm listening that into was my Mr. head. Rempe really thinking, wondering, wait, maybe I should have left the fuck. Nah, no. I, this the the do it live. The way I have it, it's it's just the right time, and I'm neither here nor there on the 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 fuck. It doesn't seem to bring anything more or less. The way I have it is perfect. That's why it's on there. It does. It does because of who he is. Because of how he comes across. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't right. Matter. What else? You know what's interesting to me? Uh, two things. First, a really quick thing. We've never met in person. Never. And I, I every so often we talk about that. I think if you listen, if you just tune, if this is the first time you're you're listening, uh, watching, yeah. or on however you're doing it. Stu stupid thing. What is that thing called that I hate? Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. If you're the two or 18 people that are on that, that can never get through yeah. or you're watching or you're listening, you would think that, uh, we were uh, buddies that went way back and, uh, spent, uh, time together. We've never met. I mean, never we are met. buddies that go way back 10 years, just 12 years. That's maybe the, that, that's the point. We've never met. I know, but isn't that the beauty of where technology is today? Even back when yeah. you were doing the same live cast. And I saw the, the thing that inspired me to even communicate with you was Go ahead. you had, you were talking to Max and Lynn at the time for the folks that are yeah. true fans will know yeah, those yeah. names. Of course, Max still with you, but not Lynn anymore. Um, you were talking to them. They were in a completely different room. You're out in the kitchen. You're doing part right. talk show, part cooking show. And you had the news part anchor podcast. IFB in your ear. Yes, I saw you I take did. it out I one time and I was like, wow, here's a guy that, might be kind of normal like me. I had no idea what a star you were at that point, but I said, here's a guy who might be normal like me, and he's got this really neat thing. How the hell does he get one of those? And I wrote in, and you read the question 
right on the air. You gave the answer. I immediately went to whoever the hell it was and bought one for myself. And it that was it. Like that was my introduction to you. And then we, I had you on the show and then you had me on your show and it's been mm. kismet ever since. But that was the original hook was me asking you about your IFB. But here's my point. Um, yes, the internet and the technology today brings, brings people close together. But I do think that we act, and I'm, I'm not saying that we're like this because of technology. I think we're like this because we just have, uh, a, we have a thing. A report. From the, from the beginning, we have a report together that uh, I really like. <laughs> but let's just put that aside for a second. I have a question here that I want to ask you. Yeah. Sometime back in 2022, that was a year ago, yeah. whatever. You had a conversation I, with your embedded uh, dumb, what, what do we call them? The uh, dumb, dumb spawn. Embedded dumb spondents. The embedded dumb spondents, only two of them. Uh, <laughs> you were talking, one of, your, one of your, your questions to them was, will Jeremy, what's Andrus? Yeah. Will Jeremy Andrus, the CEO of Traeger, Still be the CEO at the end of the year. Was yes. one of your hundred uh, percent assurity questions? Yes. And I don't remember what anybody else said. I remember what you said. Absolutely not. Yes. Guess what? How did the end? How did the? How did twenty twenty two end for Jeremy Andrus? But I, it it ended with him as being CEO of Traeger Grills. One hundred percent. There you go. How did it work I'm out not for me? To show you up. Not too good. Well, no, no, you're so you, look. Your we, shit's good. It's we, just you were just wrong on that one. We can go back through some of my surety picks through the year and see where I doubled or tripled down and was completely wrong. For instance, I think we might have brought Jeremy's uh, CEO status up a couple different times through the year. I doubled down every time yeah. that he was not <laughs> going to be there, but through business. Uh, research and business lookings and stock prices and things that just made sense to me on why that could potentially happen. Plus, I'm not going to back off after I went ahead and put it out there for the first. And then secondly was the Green Mountain Grill thing where everybody else said that they would remain thing. in business. I said that they were going to be out of business by the summertime. Once again, 100% wrong. I own it. I'm not very smart. You, maybe, maybe, that's a th maybe that's a thing you should do. Maybe you should go through your... Hundred percent of surety picks, <laughs> and 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 just rank and see how who came out on top. Hmm. That might be a good idea. Well, well, we, what we should do is start know, keeping track this year, and at the end of the year, we'll you see go back. Who's more you right or who's not? Yeah, maybe you should do that. We don't at the like end to of look the year. Back. See, see who's right, and then somebody gets a prize. I got everybody put some money into the pot, and the guy at the <laughs> Cash top prize? gets the pot. All right, How's or. That? We can give them a bottle of hardcore carnivore black for your rubbing pleasure. It's got activated charcoal in there. It's yeah, delicious. thank you. Yeah, the by the way, can we talk about this for a second? What? I said to you something about I'm working on the cookbook and something about a charcoal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you remember your words? Not, not specifically, I but I think it was something along stung. the lines uh, like... Uh, uh, activated charcoal and rub is stupid or something along those lines. No. No? No. What was it? No. It obviously Overplayed. seared. Overplayed. 100%.
I'm what, right. What a, what a dick. I'm right. Well, how is it overplayed? Because everybody has one now. Overplayed. Who's everybody? No, that is not true. Oh, no? You could, like, go, uh, listen, and you may be in your world, but in my regular civilian world, this is the world I cover. You're, you're How can I live in somebody what? else's world? This is I don't my know. world. Talk about the, listen, you take yourself out of that little uh, <laughs> uh, queen's throne that you find yourself in every week Kings. and come down to where the regular civilians live like me. No, none of my friends know what the hell activated charcoal rub is. Exactly. Do your little queen wave and be off with yourself. Overplay. Overplayed, Overplayed Sam. Sam. Overplayed. It's, it's, Next question, please. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm King Canadian. King in the castle. Until tomorrow. King in the castle. Listen, I'm Canadian, and so I can do this yeah. until tomorrow. What happens tomorrow? I become an American. You naturalize? That's right. Really? A barbecue Holy central crap. show exclusive news update. <laughs> With 50 seconds left in this segment, Greg Rampery reporting from right. the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio, the city that breaks the most live fire breaking news across the nation. Nay? The Globe. The in Globe. San Diego, California, Sam, the cooking guy, has broken that he will renounce his citizenship and patronage to Canada and become wholly U.S. citizen. Thank God. Well, I didn't say that. You I didn't just say said that. it. All I'll I run said, the tape back. No, I didn't. All I said was I'd become an American tomorrow. Wow. Well, congratulations. Why, um, why, I, I, why I, now? Well, I took the citizenship test. About uh, four months ago. How many times did you ago. fail? I took it once. I oh. passed. And she said, sure. all right, so now you go upstairs to the fifth floor. Yes. You do the oath. You're an American. Except I was going back to Canada a week later. And when you do the oath, you have to turn in your green card. In my case, a green yeah. card. Huh? And had I turned it in and then went to Canada, coming back would have been very difficult. Ah. So I told her that, and she said, this is the, the inspector, the person, I, I don't know what the, the, her title was. She was very cool, though. And she goes, okay, so I'll just, this was, this was in August. She goes, I'll put you down for the end of August, once you're back, to do the oath, and then you become an American. I go, great. Hmm. That never happened. Oh. I couldn't get it scheduled. And it was, uh, it, was, it was just a nightmare. And finally, now tomorrow's my day. So 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. And it's not the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. It's the the uh, the uh, Pledge of Oath, which is different. You want to practice? No. Are you I sure? Want to. I'll, do it for, I'll do it next month if you want me I to. I have some... Uh, As, I don't want to do it because I'm a, Can I'm a Canadian I have still. Some, I have some patriotic music to play underneath you if you want to go ahead and, uh, and start it. Ready? At oh, your, yeah, at I, your... don't, I can't do it. I don't have it. That is porn music, bro. <laughs> That is not what they're going to be playing tomorrow I when I'm there. I am the cooking guy. I promise to be a faithful <laughs> American. Oh, yeah. I will not be saying that to this music. I'm going to be deep. If they play that music, I'll be deeply. very surprised. I'm going to be deeply American. Oh, it's not happening. It's going to be so good. Oh, <laughs> that is not happening. No, that is not happening. All right. Uh, Sam, please take a moment to gather yourself as I step away just for a moment. Thank you. And talk about our good friends over at Green Mountain Grills, who once again, I was completely wrong in 2022. That's one thing we know I was wrong about, and I'm ashamed. Sorry, Jason. However... The fact remains that you still have two different lines to choose from, a choice line or a prime line. If you're somebody that likes to save some money, the choice line is right for you. If you're somebody that likes to spend a little extra money because you want 
to Internal Beat Pro. You want Wi-Fi connectivity. You want an app that you can download to your phone and turn the grill on and off. You can adjust temperature up or down. You can make custom cook cycles. You can do everything with this app. All that you want without ever having to leave the comfort of your Shah's Lounge. As long as you have help to bring the food to the cooker and then once again out of the cooker once it's done, you also get some headlamps in the main cooking chamber. A little bit more of a robust build on that prime line chassis over the choice but still both great cookers the peak and the ledge are in the prime line and the choice is only one to choose from the good news is that my favorite accessory the pizza oven insert is available for both the choice and the prime line sizes if you like to be a little bit more mobile you can get the trek you can take it to tailgates of football games or the impending baseball season who knows what you're up to but as long as you are mobile the trek can go with you it plugs into the receptacles in your car 12 volt receptacles that you might have it was really the birthplace of 12 volt technology for all green mountain grills now only sold through dealers find one near you and then see the choice see the prime in person pick the one that's best for you get educated on how it works success once you get home Green Mountain Grills, longtime sponsor of this show. Find a dealer near you by going to GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. And we are back with more Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. And we are back. And Sam, the cooking guy, back with us as well. Thecookingguy.com, his website. You can also check out really cool knives and shirts and other stuff at shopsc.com. TCG.com. I got to tell you, I'm playing around with the 10 and a half inch statement chef's knife, or as well, we call it in the Rempe household now, the hatchet. Uh, I'm sorry, the, <laughs> sorry, not the hatchet. That would be doing it a disservice. The machete. The machete. And it might be doing it a disservice unless you were a uh, murderer, maybe then. So we call it the machete. But the. Oddly, maybe this isn't oddly enough to you, but I, I find, so I got the, the 10 and a half inch statement chef's knife, but then you also included the 5.5 inch Nikiri knife, which is the little brother or Sentoku. little sister. Uh, sorry, Sentoku, right. That's okay. That's okay. I didn't know. I mean, it was cute. It's substantially smaller than most of the other knives uh, from Sam the Cooking Guy that I have in my arsenal. And by the way, they all cook nice. As I was asking Malcolm Reed, it's probably a topic that we don't cover nearly as much as we should here on the show. Having a great set of knives is really imperative to anybody that's in the barbecue industry or the grilling industry, especially when it comes to prep. Obviously, 
cutting for service. You want to have something that is a sharp and safe, but feels good. But I don't know if we ever even talk about how to go through finding a great knife for you because it's very personal. One size doesn't fit all. Maybe in 100%. February, we can talk a little bit more in depth on that. All a long way for, for me to yeah, go yeah. to say, hey, the 5.5 Sentoku was cute, but I didn't know if I was going to really get after it. And after the last week of half of having it in the knife drawer, I am going to that thing more and more. It might grow to be the yeah. second favorite knife. Nothing's going to usurp the 8-inch chef's knife. That thing is easily my favorite knife ever. Very versatile, fits great in the hand, does everything I ever needed to. But the 5.5 Sentoku is really starting to come up for many of the other jobs otherwise. Listen, I say this all the time. Here's what's here's what matters with a knife. Of course, it has to be sharp. That's that's a given. Uh, you can't get around it. It has to be sharp. A sharp knife will be your best friend in the kitchen. But it needs to be a knife that fits your hand that you're comfortable with. Hmm. I said this uh, yesterday or today in front of the camera. I, 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 I was at a cookware store a bunch of years ago and, um, I heard a saleswoman selling knives to uh, a female patron and the woman was, that was buying the knives was tiny, I, you know, five, two, five, three, something like that. And the salesperson said, here's what you have to have. And she's listing a bunch of knives and she gets to like a nine or 10 inch chef's knife. You, you must have this. And I thought to myself, that's just fucking madness. She's not telling her she needs a nine or 10 inch chef's knife because, uh, because she needs it. She's telling her she needs that because she needs, she wants the commission. A knife you will use will be one that fits in your hand. A woman that was five, one, two or three, whatever it was, is going to have smaller hands and a, eight, nine, or 10 inch chef's knife is going to be probably bigger than, than most uh, people that size will be comfortable with. If it fits in your hand and you're comfortable with it, that's a knife for you. Mm. If it's a big ass knife that feels uncomfortable, just because some clerk tells you you should have that, don't fucking buy it. Don't. My wife does not like the larger knives. She's comfortable with the smaller ones. She loves uh, the four and a half inch Paranay. She loves the five and a half inch Sentoku. That's what she goes to all the time. But listen, if I'm cutting a, a turkey or breaking that or cutting a roast or something, I want a big ass knife. That 10 and a half inch that I sent you, that's the one that I want to use for that kind of stuff. But listen, just be comfortable with it. It's a knife, it's sharp, it's dangerous. Don't do something stupid. Buy something that feels okay in your hand. Mm. Don't let somebody tell you that you have to have something this big because they want the commission because that's just effed up. Last week also during the embedded correspondence segment, there was something you wanted to take me to task on, which was me asking the fellas, the dumb spondents, and then also John, the embedded correspondent, <laughs> if they thought it was true or or not that pellet cookers provide 
a uh, they don't have a overwhelming smoke profile to them. <clears throat> and you called me like the whenever you were listening to it, and you said, "Look, two seconds after yeah. I heard you say those stupid words, yeah, you said you said smoke profile is completely wrong." It's completely wrong. It is? What's the smoke profile of those pellets? Oh, they're sweet. They're bitter. They're they're extra smoky. They're spicy. Smoke profile doesn't say that it's a shit ton of smoke in your face. And that's what you were going for. Am I right? Yeah, that the that the traditional knock against pellet cookers is it's a it's a light smoke versus a heavy smoke. Yeah. Hmm. And that you don't think that, that, that again, uh, that's the same said thing? That, if you had said that, that's okay. But what's the smoke profile? No. <laughs> smoke profile. And I, and look, I'm not going to belabor the point, the fact that at least for the next, I don't know, for 12 hours or something, I still speak the Queen's English. Uh, listen, uh, no. Smoke profile is not the amount of smoke on it. It would be the, the general nature of that smoke. Hmm. All right. Well, That's I'm going I to put said. it out to the folks on hey, instant chat right out. now. Was smoke profile yeah, the say. incorrect use of the American English, not the Queen's English? By the way, as we look American at the English. YouTube chat God. question this evening, I don't know if you were up to speed on what the YouTube chat question is this evening tonight, but are you going to do the butter candle trend on social media right now? 80% of the folks are saying, hell no, they won't. 20% now are weighing in saying that they absolutely will do the butter candle trend that, as 2023 turned, shot off like a rocket to space. Are you familiar with the butter candle trend right now, Sam? 100%. 100%. Yes. Are you going to do As it? I am with the butter boards and all that kind of stuff. And I'm here to tell you that I am 100% absolutely not fucking going to do that. I have no interest in that. It's really? ridiculous. Wow. It's ridiculous, 100%. You I might didn't have, do it? I might have. No, I would never. I don't do trends because I'm usually behind them and they've already shot. The only trend I've done. Wait. Remind so me to come back do to do my trend. trends. Hold on. Remind me to come back to trend. I think I've found this. By the way, hopefully this is the first time you were on the show. Now, you know, when we shot this and put it on YouTube. Um, wow, that is totally not the right one. Well, I tried. I was digging through the break to try and find that <laughs> F-bomb thing, but it didn't work out. I'll continue to do it. Maybe we'll I can't wait to hear it. it. Yeah, it's uh, You should have it somewhere. I, mean, I, look, but, I, do, I, do, I do have potty mouth. I admit that. Yeah, but It was great. So They're only words, right? I typically don't follow trends, but in 2022, I started what I think was the trend of 2022, which was mayo as a binder on meat for instance done it turkey on brisket of course brisket was the main one where i caught a lot of traction a prime rib of course and then because i'm a complete dope on christmas what did i not do on my prime rib i did not add a mayo binder to hold my rub. I look like a charlatan running around here, hosting a show, talking about I'm a trendsetter. I took that guy Dick Paste to task when he claimed that he was the Mayo Binder starter, but I beat him down like the bitch he is and showed him who the boss was. This was my trend. 
And then when it came to me to use it, it didn't even cross my mind, not even on my radar to put mayo on that prime rib. I couldn't be more embarrassed. Let me tell you something. Mayo on anything as a binder is one of the more genius moves ever. Of course. Thank you for recognizing it really that. It Thank really you. is. I've done Thank it. I mean, after it's, I introduced uh, you to it. It's making it a, I don't know if you did, but it's making an appearance in the next cookbook. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. Wow. Mayo makes everything better. It really does. I don't know if we're keeping score here, Sam, but yeah. the most recent Sam the Cooking Guy cookbook, you shit all over my chori pollo, and yet there's a recipe in there for chori pollo. And what did we just learn? What did we just learn? You shit all over my mayo binder, bag. and now my mayo binder is going to be in your next book. Please. I better get a co-author spot just, on this bitch. It's just going. There's no co-authoring for you. No, no there's not. So tomorrow we will be shooting. Uh, by the way, I said that in my best Canadian accent ever. Tomorrow. tomorrow. We'll be shooting um, one of the one of the videos we'll shoot will be for a San Jose style burrito. Oh, sent in by oh, shit. Now I feel bad. I what what know. makes it San Jose? Just because that's stand where it by, came stand from. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Just just let me just uh, read the guy's name. Hold on, and you'll like this. Here we go. I know who lives in San Jose. Oh, Joey Chaw's shit. Chestnut, the biggest celebrity to come out of San Jose. Maybe, oh, I can't find it. God damn it. By the way, that's a fact. So here's the deal. It's it's a burrito made out of chicken, chorizo, chorizo. refried beans, yeah. and a, a cheese white sauce. Uh, we call that We're Casa making Blanca, that tomorrow. where I come from. Okay, great. There you go, Mr. Mexico. Thank you for that. Because nobody would have known what I... Nobody understood the cheese white sauce until you put it into Could proper be anything. Spanish. Could be anything. But here's the point. Oh. Uh, I got that email from a guy going, hey, why don't you try your hand at this? And I was like, oh, holy shit, that sounds outstanding. Hmm. So there's chicken and there's chorizo. So there's your chori pollo. Yeah. See, it's it's... Showing but up in many things. different places. No, you didn't. No, you didn't start it. Some restaurant, some uh, fake Mexican Whoa. restaurant that you go to started it. I never said it's, I it's started good. it. I mentioned I it one time. I have it as a flatbread. I have it as a flatbread on one of uh, our restaurant menus, and it's delicious. What's it called? I can't remember. Some chori pollo. That's right, chori pollo. And this song plays every time we say Chori Pollo going forward forever and ever. Amen. Which, by the way, the people of Mexico are embarrassed by that song and by the name of that because... What? No My proper, party. As I said, listen, yeah. as I said, no proper Mexican uh, establishment <laughs> has got that on their menu. I don't... It's only the pretend Mexican restaurants with, with super, I don't know. I would love to see you start backpedaling at this point. I'm not. Now, hold on, a, hold on a second. Somebody Drinking a Mexican beer. Sent this in, um, Smoking Joe is weighing in again. I'm loving Sam's watch. Fuck it. I have a man crush on Sam. There I said it. All right, so let's blow it up. Now, 
I have to take you to task and say that is not what is the now traditional Sam watch timepiece. That's the old school like, Nixon 5130. I like to ch I like to change up. It's actually wow. the darker version of the 5130. Oh, okay. I have the silver yeah. version. This is the darker. I don't know what they call the platinum. I don't know what to call this. This is uh, darker gunmetal. than the, the silver one. Gunmetal. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, buddy. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Very good. I was wondering what he was and referencing, I, but I have I, I almost way, have that same watch, by the way, but I have just the stainless bracelet. Yeah. I don't have the gun metal. But listen, let him have his man crush. Hey. He, I mean he's Nothing got he's he's that. second in line behind me. Who's he kidding? Do you have a man crush on anybody? Yeah, you. Are you kidding? No, not me. Take me out of it. Who is? Oh. Man I'm crush. Think of who I would have a man. Now I'm trying to think uh, of who I'd have a man crush on. Who do I have a man crush on? Oh boy. Right. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. I'll tell you next month. I can't think of who my man crush would be. Right man now. crush, like in food? No, like in anything. Who do you, uh, who do you see that you go? Oh, I like the guy's whole thing. Not in that sexual way. No, I but get just, it. You know. I get it. You just uh, you admire. You're you're a fan. You're a fan. Come on, who is it? Somebody got to like. I don't know. Tom Cruise. Yeah, but Jeremy knows. Renner. I don't know. Ooh, thoughts and prayers to Jeremy Renner. By the way. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anybody like right off the top of my head that I have a well, man crush on. No. Oh, a couple of friends wait. that you don't know that are I do. Oh, yes. He's Ooh. not famous. But I have That's a fine. man crush on a uh, loyal centralite who also happens to be a, a shared passionado of cigars from Minnesota, Jeff Andrizzi. Man crush with him. We share really? cigar tasting notes. We share cigars, not like, you know, at the same time, but I'll send him some. He sends me some. We talk about the uh, different whole things. It's a whole, uh, you know, love scene going on with us and cigars. Okay, so I like that. I have a question. I like cigars, yeah, but I don't like a giant one. What what is a smaller cigar that I could have and enjoy and not feel like I was wasting thirty bucks by yeah. stubbing it out halfway through? Yeah, so I think you're probably going to want to look at the Corona size. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. you know the or you know depending on how much time you have, you could go. Yeah. For, so if you have an hour or less. Yeah, uh, I would say. I don't think I would want to smoke a cigar for more than an hour. All right, so um, but definitely less. Was it last year or whatever? I sent you a box of uh, Oliva Serie V Milano cigars. Yeah. So yeah. those were yeah. in uh, what they call robusto size. So typically a little less than five inches long and about uh, and, forty-five or forty-eight inch uh, like ring gauge, which is the circumference. Yeah. And, and fully enjoyed, but I feel yeah. like sometimes, like I like less would be more for me, like. And I don't want like a little cigarello no, thing with the no, plastic. Yeah. Uh, no, what no. are those? Those wine? What are those? Yeah, like called? the uh, the the uh, white owls or the half a tampa yeah, yeah, or the things. Swisher Sweets yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like. Yeah. No, like Swisher you want a, sweet. a premium handmade cigar. When I used to smoke a lot of weed, I would appreciate a Swisher a Swisher Sweet yeah. uh, later into the night. I just don't do that that much anymore. Uh, so I think you want to look at the Corona size and. Got you know, it. Okay. See where you're going to be at. I mean, that's still probably going to run you about. See, here's the thing with any decently made premium cigar. 
if you if you want to be in 30 minutes or less, then you're probably mm. going to want to smoke something that you enjoy and size isn't necessarily the overarching dictator where you you can smoke however much you want and then let it extinguish then, itself and then come back and then to go it back to it a day okay, or two so later I need, I need, and then all right, relight right, it here's at that. what i need to do i need to come to cleveland we need to go to what was it mabel's go to mabel's for barbecue go to mabel's for barbecue go back to your place sit yep. on the deck yeah and and spark up a couple fatties and then uh, just you teach me yeah i would love to impart my cigar wizardry on you let's do it all right okay. so when's uh, your birthday july 10th there you go okay yep. i'll work towards that all right i'll come so, out we'll check it out uh anything else happening before we reconvene in february <clears throat> let me think nope no. uh working on the book it's due soon Really got to get my ass in gear. Uh, no, no, just don't eat the same thing all the time. Try duck, yeah, push yourself out of your comfort level. That's the important thing. In February, we're going to be talking more in depth about knives. We're going to be talking about also the outline that nice. I made that we didn't get to most of, and we'll also talk more about <laughs> do we ever something brand new that I never even uh, had occurred to me that you would do, which would be dry aging poultry. So we'll talk more about that, which blew I, my and mind. By the way, blew my mind. I'm still alive to talk about it. So well, apparently well, it's okay. Good. All right. And what's crazy is you don't have to cut off all the outside uh, ugly shit like you do with beef. You just cook it. Yeah. Well, fantastic. I can't wait to dig into that. Fantastic. And I will right, find... Exactly. The F-bomb editorial that I made will replay that in February as well. In the meantime, go to thecookingguy.com or subscribe to Sam's YouTube channel if you don't already, which I'm sure most of us do, and you will see him in the second hour of the first Tuesday going forward in 2023. And I'll see you uh, July 10th? Those are your words. I'm not holding you to anything, but those are your words. We'll work, we'll work to let's work to that, shall we? And next time we talk, we will talk to the American Sam the Cooking Guy. How about that? Got a ring to it. Thank you, sir. That's Sam the Cooking Guy right there, and we wish him good luck in the naturalization project or process tomorrow. Not a project. It was a project before. Now it's just a process. Whole Packers, oh, full racks, legs and thighs. Come on, give me a damn minute. Here we go. Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. A curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies, getting you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Known for the championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Double Secret Steak Rub. 13 perfectly balanced flavors transforming ordinary meals into extraordinary meals. Also the owner of Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for new go-to sauce, it will please everybody. Granny's is the one you're going to want to try. And they're selling cookers, and you know this. Looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use? Check out that Mac two-star general pellet cooker. How many of you got one for the holidays? I hope all of you did. Big Papa's is the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. If you're not a fan of pellet smokers or you don't know what grill you need, call them, 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website, 
at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Thanking Sam the Cooking Guy for joining me for no less than two segments. So, for those of you watching currently, by the way, if you're listening to this on podcast, don't even bother. Don't bother. It's already gone if you're listening to on podcast. Fire up the old email machine and send me an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com in the subject line. Put hardcore carnivore black in the subject line. Don't put anything else. First one in gets the bottle of hardcore carnivore black from Jess Pryles herself, who we will see on the show on the third Tuesday in the second hour. By the way, we will have some brand new guests coming up in January as well and confirmed end of February and I'll tease it now coming back on the show after a triumphant debut Rodney Scott will be joining us once more I believe on the 28th so the end day of February the month itself let's go ahead and get out of here all the way back in the first hour Malcolm Reed joined us took him from the hunting blind into the studio we talked and now he's going back into the wild to continue the hunting ways. We also talked with Cal Phelps from the National Barbecue Association and the National Barbecue News or the Barbecue News. We talked about the upcoming NBBQA conference which is going to be taking place on February 15th through the 18th in Orlando, Florida at the Wyndham Orlando Resort there, the celebration area, if I remember that correctly. But double-check me, nbbqa.org, second hour. Sam the Cooking Guy. How about that? Hey, we have a winner. All the way from Hawaii, aloha to Lance Owen. He wins. Lance, resend me your shipping info, and I will get out to you just as slowly as possible because Hawaii is very far. But don't worry, it keeps well. I'm sure you'll love it. Again, getting back to it, we thank Sam the Cooking Guy for joining us in the second hour. Always a fun and enjoyable conversation, and you never know where we're going to zig and zag. If you're first time listening, appreciate you coming in tonight at any point and sharing your time with us. We do it every Tuesday from 9 to 11, we'll and then it is podcasted after the fact and the best of show on Friday. So how do I always leave you? September 11, 2001, I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Bye-bye. This is Michigan Embedded Correspondent John Solberg, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show.